You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM Student Powered Radio. As part of our orientation content this week, we are presenting a series of interviews with some academics, UNE staff and UNE life personnel to help new students learn a little bit more about their study journeys at UNE. The world of criminology is a fascinating one, and our guest knows that perfectly well. A big welcome to the 2023 Tune FM Academic of the Year, Carl Mulroney. Carl, thanks so much for coming on air today. Thanks for having me. Love being here. Uh, well, we'll start off with this. What makes criminology such an interesting field to you? Crime. Uh, who's not interested in crime? Um, I think we see it all throughout pop culture. What, 90% of Netflix is crime or crime documentaries. Um, criminology sometimes gets the stereotype that that's what it is. Um, uh, and it would be best if students discovered quite early that that isn't. It's part of it. Um, but criminology is really about trying to understand uh I guess first and foremost, what causes crime? Why do people commit crime? Um, and secondly, how do we prevent and respond to crime in society? So for me, that's a fascinating question, questions, set of questions. Uh, crime encompasses and covers almost every facet of public life from, from politics to the urban environment all the way out to uh, uh, being in rural communities such as uh, Armadale here. So it's uh, just an important and interesting topic socially. So what do you think is uh, one unit you think every student doing criminology should study? Well, I guess you can't get around Crim 100, right? The, yeah. the sort of introduction to criminology unit, uh, which will provide students with their first glimpse in uh, to criminology, some of the theoretical perspectives uh, and understandings of crime uh, in modern society. I'm going to be pretty biased here, though. I do a lot of research into rural criminology, um, and we're one of the few uh, universities in the world that has a unit uh, exploring crime in rural communities. Um, it's just fascinating. It's a, a, a very significantly overlooked area of study in the field of criminology. Naturally, uh, like most things, the gravitation is to the urban, to the busy environments, mm. um, and understanding how crime occurs in rural communities, uh, not only the patterns of crime, which surprisingly in contrast to the sort of idyllic perception of rural spaces, um, you can find some of the most violent uh, communities uh, in rural communities. Mm. Um, and so it's not just about that perception, but also understanding uh, patterns of crime, like I said, but how rural environments shape our responses to it in terms of access to services, availability of police, but also the social and cultural dynamics mm. that play into responding to crime. So uh, definitely a big plug for rural criminology and, uh, and, and the crime in rural communities unit. I think a lot of students go into it uh, unsure and the student feedback usually at the end of the trimester is is a very very positive one in mm -hmm. that I think it's opened up a lot of eyes around crime that occurs in rural spaces but also just the unique dynamics of trying to manage crime in these environments and the role of I guess space generally in crime right so the space is a big factor into it is there a is there a political factor that goes into how crime is how crime is considered yeah I mean oh, in general yes I yeah. mean of course uh, the politics of crime control is a, a significant aspect of how we try to understand and deal with crime. Uh, penal populism is sort of the uh, way in which uh, we've we've sort of attempted to understand how uh, how populist modes of governance uh, um, are very much focused around crime and criminality. Hmm. Uh, what units are you teaching this trimester? This trimester, I've got crime prevention. Um, which is a very self-explanatory unit uh, in, in the title there. So we explore, we explore uh, 
in the first instance, the causes of crime uh, that we know of. So for instance, we'll look at rational choice theory. And that's basically a theoretical perspective that suggests that humans act rationally and act based upon risk reward. So if the reward for a criminal offense is really high, i.e. lots of money, mm -hmm. um, and the risk is low, i.e. no cameras around, no formal and informal guardians, then you're going to commit the crime. A lot of crime prevention is centered around that, but there's a whole heaps of other theories that we look at, social disorganization and really interesting things. But I think what's great about crime prevention is we actually take those theories and apply them to the real world and try to understand then based on this particular understanding of crime causation, for instance, the example of rational choice theory I gave you, how then can we come up with certain tools or techniques or interventions to actually reduce crime? Mm. So in the context of rational choice, how do we increase risk and lower reward? Um, and so I find that that's a great unit to sort of unify uh, other units in our criminology degree. For instance, students will take a theory unit, uh, understanding crime uh, and that really gives them an opportunity to then apply these theories and concepts that they've learned um, in, in, the, in the context of crime prevention. The other really interesting part of that unit in terms of real-world applicability is we actually work with an industry partner. So we work with Crime Stoppers New South Wales, and the students get to work directly with Crime Stoppers mm -hmm. and develop crime prevention plans that can actually be applied and used in the real world to prevent crime. So you get to work practically with you know real-life situations and stuff like that? Or yes. Or people who worked in the field? Yeah, well, so the CEO of Crime Stoppers comes to the class, provides a live brief around... Um, uh, uh, what are some of the key issues in, in crime prevention as outlined by the commissioner of the police and himself, um, provide students with a general overview uh, and, and sends them on their way to help crime stoppers, the police um, and policymakers in Australia attempt to address these issues. So, for instance, they'll, they'll cover, um, I guess the core areas would be cybercrime is a huge one right now that, that Crime Stoppers is very heavily focused on uh, combating phishing uh, schemes and these types of things. Um, and that's been a really interesting development in crime prevention, of course, is adjusting to the modern landscape, especially in a post-COVID environment where these types of crimes have very much accentuated. They were already occurring at a rapid pace, but just the growth in sort of uh, online uh, scams and cybercrime in general. Uh, other areas are around rural crime. Uh, crime Stoppers actually does focus heavily in there. We've got to work really closely with them uh, and launch a campaign at AgQuip just last year. Um, and uh, unfortunately, um, domestic uh, um, family violence uh, continues to be a very, very significant problem. So. Mm. Predominantly, the students will focus on these uh, uh, core areas and try to develop um, key messaging around communicating to the public, communicating to victims and also offenders um, in terms of uh, crime prevention messages uh, with the ultimate goal to reduce these offenses. Mm. So what sort of careers does studying criminology lead into? Um, it's fa it's fairly multifaceted uh, in terms of career opportunities and paths. I guess the... the, the um, sort of most obvious one is criminal justice employment, so policing, corrective services, and these types of things. We try to integrate um, and identify other opportunities uh, throughout the program and throughout the course where these skills that these students are developing can actually be applied. So um, in the context of research environment, um, whether that be in terms of uh, policy making around criminal justice or more generally around politics, uh, 
um, crime analysts, these type of work for uh, the government, for organizations like the police, uh, but also for private organizations in terms of fraud investigations with insurance companies and these types of things. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity for students to develop that. Um, of course, all the way at the other end is uh, after 10 years of service, I guess, or there or about is uh, becoming a criminologist and dedicating uh, your work to studying crime. Uh, like I said, the causes and, and, and responses to crime in society. Mm. Are you currently doing any of that research yourself? My research is focused in uh, a variety of areas, but primarily in um, rural criminology. Mm. Um, so we have a quite a large, uh, I co-direct the Center for Rural Criminology. We're doing a lot of research out of there around local crime prevention with local governments. We have a national farm crime survey out right now, the largest in, in, in 20 years. A lot of my publishing and focus and efforts have been on rural policing specifically, um, understanding best practice in rural policing, uh, issues around officer well-being, uh, comparative rural policing in, in France and the United Kingdom and other places. So I very much focus my research around that. You asked about the politics of policing. Um, I've got a book um, forthcoming that looks at that issue, how um, uh, specifically this book focuses on the role of political culture in shaping political responses to crime um, and sort of how uh, culture uh, at the macro level very much dictates how politicians can or can't deal with crime, how things are discussed and responded to. For instance, in you know American society, uh, the death penalty may be deemed as something that is acceptable, whereas in a Scandinavian culture, those sort of policy options aren't on the table. And there's a very deep and historical cultural understanding as to why those options are or aren't available to politicians. Mm -hmm. And sort of the extent to which they can really push that envelope of penal populism very much has cultural explanation. So um, that is uh, a project I'm looking forward to closing uh, um, and, uh, uh, yeah, refocusing back into the rural criminological work mm -hmm. that I've been doing. Do you have any other personal highlights from your academic career? Personal highlights, mm. um, maybe winning academic of the year uh, yeah. with Tune FM. <laughs> no, no, that was really nice. It was a um, yeah, great experience to uh, work with uh, the people here, uh, be able to talk about the research and the work we do in criminology. Um, I think I've said this a million times to them personally uh, and hopefully a few times on air, but it's so foundational um, to academic work, especially in modern society, to be able to have a platform to discuss these types of things. Um, the reason why I'm here today, being able to talk about the program for students, is just such a valuable opportunity to be able to, um, yeah, get information and, and awareness there around the, the criminology program at UNE and uh, get some students interested in it. Mm. Do you think there's one important thing for new students to know when studying? Criminology? That's a tough question because there's probably many important things. Yeah. I guess is to uh, come at it with a very open mind. I think I think the preconceived notions of maybe what criminology is, um, but also around crime causation and responses, um, developed in large part by, you know, what we consume in pop culture. I mean, like I said, crime's always around us. Mm. Um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was every headline in the newspaper. Uh, now it's every show on Netflix, every documentary. Um, and sometimes I think that can very much warp our understanding of crime and criminality. You know, the overwhelming focus, for instance, we talk about in Crim 100, on street crime. You know, when we think of crime, we think of what, assaults, robberies, these types of things. Um, and oftentimes that leads us to 
uh, gloss or overlook other issues, particularly around white-collar crime and harms caused by, for instance, corporate pollution and these types of things. So in a degree such as criminology, will it, we'd explore those sort of wider facets of crime. Um, so I guess it's for students to really keep an open mind and, and uh, embrace some new opportunities to learn in, in terms of crime and criminality. Oh, we'll finish this. Um, what's your favorite thing about teaching at UNE? My favorite thing about teaching at UNE? Probably just the opportunity to engage with students, um, particularly when you get those students that are just so passionate about what you do. It, it, it reminds you of why you do what you do. It's very exciting. Um, and that was a big transition for me coming to a uh, 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 university, but particularly our course, which is predominantly online, is learning how to motivate and engage with students online uh, and working uh, together uh, uh, with different opportunities. So a few years back, uh, the New South Wales Police developed a cybercrime think tank where they invited teams from universities all across New South Wales to develop uh, crime prevention plans uh, focused on cybercrime that they they're really asking our students to teach them, you know, what, what can the police learn in terms of addressing and engaging these issues. So that was a, it's just a good example of what I mean in terms of the opportunity to engage with students and learn from them. Being able to uh, develop this team, work with this team, and, and uh, ultimately uh, present a, a, at such a sort of practical level and the opportunity to engage with the police. Um, it was just such a great opportunity. It was a great learning opportunity for the students, but also collectively for us to work together and, uh, you know, to this day, I could name every single one of those students in that group, and it was just a, yeah, it was nice to be able to develop that relationship and, and, and do that research um, uh, more so collaboratively rather than sort of your traditional uh, teacher-student relationship. So it was fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Look, Carl, I want to thank you for coming in today. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Folks, that was Carl Mulroney representing the criminology discipline. We have more reviews coming for you this week. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM Student Powered Radio.